My name is Jeffrey Burke, and I'm a 40-year veteran of the natural products industry. I'm a naturopathic practitioner, a master herbalist, and the host of the Staying Healthy radio show. My shows air Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. here on 1230 a.m. I bring you relevant topics that we all need to know about and the best guests in the industry who bring the newest up-to-date information to my show. All of the shows stream live every day from 8 to 9 a.m. And for those of you who cannot listen live, you can listen to my podcast at stayhealthylasvegas.com and download the shows on demand. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, located at 840 South Rancho Drive on the corner of Rancho and Charleston in the Smith's Plaza. Visit them and see what a full-service local retailer can do for you. They offer exceptional service, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products, and awesome prices. The hours of the store are 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, closed on Sunday. I look forward to chatting with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. It's always great to have everyone tune in on the morning and, you know, walk away with a little bit of information that might just make the journey a little bit better. You know, sometimes we have the greatest intentions, but life gets in the way and we get doing this and doing that and all of a sudden it's a week later, a month later, a year later, a decade later, and we're still wanting to be better than we were, healthier, more vibrant, and you know, maybe beginning into clothes that are a little bit smaller and maybe being a little bit more happy in our own skin. But you know, things do get in the way. But the thing to remember is it's never too late to start heading in a healthier direction. Every day on the show, Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 in the morning, I bring you the best guest in the industry talking about, well, just about everything. The things that we want to talk about, the things we need to talk about, and the things that actually do need to be discussed. It's, it's a journey, and we're all works in progress. And every time you think you've achieved where you want to be, there's probably a little bit further that you could do for your healthy well-being or to be more stress-free or more stress-managed. We want to talk about all of those. We want all of us to be, to be able to, to be better than we are and to be able to celebrate our life every day. You know, being on the air for four decades, what I've really learned is that things are always changing. New ways of doing things, new ways of, of, of getting through the day, and new ways of approaching our health and nutrition are always evolving. So we're going to talk about those as well. So make sure you tune in Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 in the morning. If for some reason you can't, you can check out the topic on my webpage uh, or on my Facebook page and know what's happening that day. And then you can go to Stay Healthy Health Food Source webpage and download the podcast later. It's stayhealthylasvegas.com stayhealthylasvegas.com. While you're at their webpage, you might want to print a coupon to use on your next purchase and maybe enter your email address for future newsletters. Stay Healthy is the place I send you for many reasons. And you know, and I talk about them every day, but they deserve to be talked about. They have been here for a long time. They are in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. You know, they are Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer. They are a fully packed, full-service environment store, meaning you'll know the difference when you go there, especially in the middle of a self-service world when you can't get anybody to help you with anything most places. They're here to work with you, to talk with you, to have a conversation, to have a dialogue, to answer your questions. And because they carry the best of the best in every category, 
you're not going to make a mistake with all that guidance and all that great selection. Stay healthy. Make them your one-stop full-service location for everything health and nutrition. And like I said, you're going to be you're going to be very happy that you did, because there's nothing better than being successful on any journey, especially your healthy journey, but also having better peace of mind that this time it's going to happen because of guidance, because of narrowing down the journey, because of making it yours and something aimed directly at you, you're going to be really pleased that you did. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. They're open Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. Their phone number, 877-2494-877-2494. Call them for mail order services or, you know, on those crazy days. Call up and say, you know, I need my stuff. I really want to come in and look around and ask a bunch of questions. I just can't today, but I need my stuff. Could you get it together for me so I could swoop in and pick it up? The answer is yes. They want to make sure that you have what you need. There's nothing worse than being on a healthy journey and being really successful, but then running out of ammunition. You don't want to do that, and they don't want you to either. So definitely keep that in mind. Stay healthy health food store. Make it your one-stop full-service location. Everything you need to get healthy be healthy and stay healthy. Well, today we're going to be talking about inflammation, but we're also going to be talking about gout. This is a, a situation that's happening, I think, a lot more today, but I think more than anything else, it's happening to people maybe at even younger ages than we ever saw in the past. My guest today is going to be Marge Roman. Many of you know Marge from Stay Healthy. Marge is an industry icon. She has been an industry insider for a very, very long time. Um, so much so that when they're writing articles and they're doing interviews in the industry, they always go to Marge at Stay Healthy because they know they can get the true nitty gritty of the conversation. They can get an opinion that's valid and educated. And if you've ever had the absolute pleasure to work with her, you'll know that it's different than than you probably ever experienced because of all that knowledge and just helping to pinpoint the situation and helping people on their journey to get the best results possible. When I have a question and I can't get the answer, where do I go? I go to my friend Marge because she's got the answers and the experience and the know-how and also the longevity in the industry and also that amazing passion that you see with everybody at Stay Healthy. And so that's really important. So help me bring her on. We're going to talk about some of these wonderful things today and maybe give people some great support because gout, it's not going away. So we need to know how to deal with it. But we can also talk a little bit about inflammation today as well because they're pretty well tied together. Help me welcome my guests. Hey, Marge. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for being here today. I, you know, we, we did a lot of these for a lot of years together, and then we kind of had a little bit of a sabbatical, and I'm so glad to have you back again. It's just, um, it brings such amazing information, and and I thank you so much for what you do. Well, thank you, too. We've been together a long time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> we're dating ourselves, but yeah, absolutely. Um, question for you. How does gout relate to inflammation? I mean, obviously, they're connected one way or another. Well, yeah. You know, gout is a form of arthritis. It's different from osteoarthritis, where the joint is actually degrading, or rheumatoid arthritis, which is more of an autoimmune response with a tremendous amount of inflammation. Gout is a pain. And, it's you know, we, we tend to, if you have gout, 
people don't say, oh, I have gout. People say, oh, I'm having a gout attack. And that's essentially what it is, is the crystals of uric acid are attacking your joints, which is strange. You know, people who have arthritis will say, oh, I've had arthritis for years. But with gout, sometimes you can go to sleep at night without gout and wake up in the morning with a full-fledged gout attack. And, you know, I think it sends people for relief faster than other forms of arthritis because it is so painful and so evident because there's a great deal of swelling involved. And, you know, for most people, the, the place it hits is your big toe. That's the most common place for a gout attack to occur is in that great big fall joint of the, of the big toe. It can also attack the ankle. It can attack the elbow. It can attack the hand. And if you look at gout under a microscope, the thing that causes gout is a uric acid crystal. If you look at that under a microscope and it looks like needles or shards of glass. And people who suffer from gout, that's how they explain it. It's like there's needles in there stabbing me all day long. And, you know, a lot of people, it's their first real sign that they've got some sort of problem in their body. And like you said in the introduction, it's happening to people younger and younger. And people wonder why. And also a thing about gout that's really interesting, did you know that gout is seasonal? I didn't know that. Because there's one thing. What happens in the summertime with drinking fluid? What do a lot of people drink a whole lot more of in the hot weather? Well, it should be water, but it's probably soda. It's soda. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the big gulp that was invented to give you a giant fat of soda should be called the big gout. Um, uh -huh. It's probably the single worst thing you can do if you are a person who suffers from gout is drink a lot of soda. Uh, the sugar, the high fructose corn syrup, all these are so stressful on your body to deal with and metabolize and use that a lot of times your uric acid goes way up. And when your body can't eliminate the uric acid, it wants to put it somewhere so it can deal with it later. And unfortunately, that's the extremities, like I said, most commonly the big toe. And it can happen overnight. I mean, you can be fine on a Thursday and wake up on Friday and your foot looks like a balloon. And it's very painful. Um, modern medicine has a drug for it, but that drug has a tremendous amount of side effects. So a lot of people, even physicians, don't want that drug to be the first choice. A lot of it has to do with a substance in our body called a purine. Now, a purine occurs in certain foods. We also make it in our body. An overabundance of it is no good. That's what leads to that huge rise in uric acid. And that can, you know, it can manifest as gout. It can also manifest as kidney stones. It can also greatly worsen high blood pressure. So, you know, we have to remember our body's all connected. Everything is connected to each other. So having a problem in your toe 
you might not think, oh, that could end up as a problem in my kidneys or a problem with my blood pressure, but it, it, it does. And what's interesting is some of the natural remedies for gout also help high blood pressure, also help your kidneys, because it's all a big connection. Let me ask you another question. Is, is weight connected with this, and is age truly connected with this? I mean, it, does it happen on our feet because we're heavier? Does it happen on our feet because of the amount of pressure we're putting on it? I, people always ask me all the time, and I, I really never had an answer. I guess that the joint itself on the big toe is bigger so crystals can get in there easier. But is it related to weight and age? It can be, but just as it can be, it can't be. Oh. What it is is it attacks the extremity because, you know, it, it's just like sweeping something under the rug because you don't want to look at it. When your body has to get put the uric acid somewhere, it goes to the extremities, which is why it's the most common in the hands and feet, because those are our extremities. Um, weight worsens it, obviously, because you have more weight on that on that joint. Um, age, sort of, kind of, but very young people can experience gout. And the worst thing about gout is once you have a gout attack, it does do some damage to that joint. So that joint becomes somewhat weaker. So if the uric acid rises again, it's usually going to go to the same place. And that can happen over and over and over again. And a lot of that comes from our choices of what we eat and what we drink. Because the highest foods in these purines, besides things like soda, are cured meats, you know, like ham and bacon, um, alcohol, um, shellfish, organ meats, which a lot of people don't eat, real heavy red meat, lamb, things that, that have a lot of red meat to them. Um, all those things, if you eat an abundance of them and you're prone to gout, it, it's going to happen more often. And, you know, people always say, well, what am I going to eat? What am I going to do? <laughs> Mm-hmm. You just have to moderate those things. You know, I tell people, you don't have to avoid it forever. You do want to avoid those foods when you're having an attack because you want to give your body some time to recover. Well, here's a and question that's, for you. That's that, difficult. <laughs> okay, this, this, this just came in, and it's kind of on what you're talking about. It says, I was told to give up all those foods that Marge just said. So I thought that I had no other choice but to become a vegetarian. Am I understanding kind of what you're saying is that moderation is the key or is it better like quitting smoking to stop all these foods completely? Hmm. Well, you know, that's a real personal choice. Some people find it easier just to cut it all out, Mm -hmm. but you know, a lot of people like those foods. They enjoy them. So you want to moderate them. And one thing I tell people to do who, who get gout regularly or are having their first gout attack is try and jot down what it was you ate because everybody has trigger food you know not it all people aren't going to be exactly the same with the food that turns on that uric acid faucet so you want to find what your trigger is you know in a lot of people it'll be you know something like shrimp they'll go out to eat they'll go to a sports bar or something and have have shrimp have some beers and the next morning they're miserable so you know that, that those things could be your trigger. 
It can also be healthy foods like natural peanut butter because peanuts are not really a nut. They're a legume. And a lot of people, that can be their trigger. And, you know, people sometimes will eat that sort of unconsciously, like they'll eat peanut butter crackers or they'll have some peanut butter on apple slices. And they're thinking, wow, I'm, I'm trying to eat a healthier snack than having French fries. I'm eating apples and peanut butter, and I'm, I got worse. <laughs> yeah. So it's not that it's just all bad food. You know, it's food that your body is telling you, we can't handle this level of puree. So it has to be modified. You know, it doesn't have to be that I'm never going to eat them again. But, you know, you wouldn't want to get up in the morning and have bacon and eggs and then have a ham and cheese sandwich for lunch and then have fries for dinner. You know, that's just piling it on one after the other after the other. So let's say you're you're going to have a special occasion and you're going to have something that's like, let's say you're going to a party and it's a, somebody's having a like a seafood feast or something. You want to take a number of days to avoid those purines so your body can handle them when you do eat them. So it, it's, you know, I call it conscious eating. And a lot of people do eat very, very unconsciously, where it's just, I got to get the food in, I got to take my lunch break, I got to take my dinner break. And they're not really consciously thinking about that these things can pile up on top of each other and cause a problem. So you do have to have some awareness of that. You know, keeping a little food journal about, you know, what you ate and then how you felt. And maybe, you know, you find that when you eat a lot of burgers, for instance, that you get into the habit of that's a quick, easy lunch, you're driving through somewhere getting a burger, and then you notice that the pain in your foot or your hand is worsening. So it's time to think about it and back off on that. And, you know, there's plenty of other proteins you can eat. You know, you can have chicken, you can have turkey, you can have fish. Because it's not, it's not all seafood, it's primarily shellfish. It's not all meat, it's primarily red meat. So there's lots of other choices that you can go to, but, you know, we're all creatures of habit. We all get into a rut with our food because we're busy or, you know, we're, we're trying to make things easy on ourselves, and then we sort of cause a problem without doing it on purpose. <laughs> okay, now let me, let me take this to the next step. Can you grow out of having a gout condition? Maybe you had it for a long time and all of a sudden you grew out of it. Um, does your body go through those kind of changes? It does if you change along with it. Okay. You know, there's lots of factors that, that cause uric acid to go up. There's people with high uric acid that don't ever get gout, but they get high blood pressure because it, that high uric acid can manifest primarily as three things, blood pressure, gout, and kidney stones, because there are kidney stones that are formed from high uric acid. But, you know, that, when it stresses out your kidneys, it stresses other things because your kidneys are also stressed out by high blood pressure. So when you have the two going hand in hand, you have a little bit of a bigger problem and you really have to look at those purines and things you can do to lower that uric acid naturally. Avoidance of some of the foods is one thing. And, you know, there's wonderful things that work really well. One of the probably the most well-known is tart cherry. 
you know, people will drink the tart cherry juice, they'll take a tart cherry supplement, and that tends to lower down that uric acid. So you have to keep that in mind, too, that you can add a simple, very pleasant-tasting thing to your diet and better your condition. Um, I say that's the main reason people buy tart cherry. It also helps high blood pressure, and it also helps you get a better night's sleep. So all those things tie our body together, and, and that's what I think people have to look at. They can't look at it as just, oh, my goodness, my toe's on fire and it's swollen up like a balloon. We're going to probably have half of the people out there saying, you know, I'm, I want to be able to do something when it starts happening. And then the other half of the people are going to say, what can I do on the nutrition side besides just the diet? You know, because it, I think possibly if you're able to do some preventive measures from having things rear its ugly head in the first place, that obviously makes more sense. But, you know, like I said earlier in the beginning of the show, things in life do get in the way. And sometimes our rude awakening is, a, is what you call a flare up you know, of something that's, you know, intense at that point in time. And that's a reawakening of that conversation with yourself. Exactly. And it also deals with your digestion. You know, that when you're pouring out uric acid and it's settling in a joint, it's because your digestive system is not handling some of these foods. And one of the most interesting things that a lot of people don't think about with gout, but it's it works with gout. It works with inflammation. Are what are called proteoloic enzymes, and those are enzymes that split proteins apart. And you see them on the on labels of enzymes like pancreatin or protease or lipase or amylase, all those ACEs. And what's interesting is you take those enzymes away from food. Because you're not wanting it to digest the food, you're wanting it to metabolize out the uric acid. Uh, and a lot of people don't, don't go that route, but the more often you have gout, that's a signal that your body is not breaking these proteins apart and dealing with the high purines you might be eating, and the end result of that is inflammation. And have you ever gotten, well, of course, everybody in Las Vegas has gotten, you know, dust or particulate in their eye, especially like last week with all the wind, you know, you would get something in your eye, your eye becomes irritated. The residue of inflammation is like getting sand in your joint, and it's sort of trapped there in the fluid. The proteolytic enzymes help you to get, get that out. And, you know, that's the key to it. It's not just, oh, I'm having a gout attack. I'm going to spend three or four days drinking tart cherry juice, and it's going to go away and never happen again. It's often the first sign that your body is not dealing with inflammation the right way. You're having a severe inflammatory response, and if it happens once, it's very likely it's going to happen again and again. Okay, here's a question um, that just came in. It says, my husband uh, has had gout over the years, and Marge, we've come to see you, and you've given us some great suggestions, and we do work more on the preventive routine now. My question is, my son is 20, 
And he's been working while going to school at a steak and seafood place. And of course, as a 20-year-old, they give them all the food they can eat. So he's been living on red meat and, and shellfish. Well, he had his first gout. Is this hereditary? Not really. It, you know, the, the only connection really in families is most families, especially when they're all in the same household, tend to eat the same. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's another thing that that's part of it is the shoes you wear. You know, a, you see it a lot in construction workers because they're wearing steel-toed boots to work. And, you know, that there's not, you know, they have to protect your feet, obviously, from what you're doing. But you don't have a lot of movement in those. And that can worsen it. You know, I see, you know, tons of construction workers come in limping because they've got gout. And, you know, obviously you still have to wear those shoes to work. You still have to go to work. But, you know, when you get home, you want to take those off. You can you can soak your feet in hot water and magnesium flakes, you know, to help pull some of that out. Um, but... You just have to be aware that the first attack is the first sign. And the quicker you do something about it and change up some some of your routine, the better your future is going to be. Because gout not only hurts, but in the long run, it does begin to severely damage the joint. Because, you know, if you think about it, that fluid in the ball joint, as that fluid fills and fills and fills, it moves the joint to make room. And, you know, that unfortunately can become a permanent situation where, you know, your big toe tends to turn inward and it, the ball joint gets sort of, it looks larger. I mean, the bone hasn't grown, but the gap where that fluid is, instead of being, you know, nice and free flowing and your toe moves really well, it sort of pushes your toe to the, usually, you know, on your right foot, it's going to push it to the right. On your left foot, it's going to push it to the left. And if the gout keeps happening, that joint is going to be able to sort of degrade. And that gout can turn into osteoarthritis, where the joint is actually beginning to, you know, lose cartilage. It's losing the fluid. It's it's losing those things. And then it can even go to where the bone is becoming a problem. You know, we all think of bone on bone as our knees, but, you know, it can happen in your feet. It can happen in your hands. It can happen anywhere you have a ball joint. You can end up with bone on bone, and then it's a much more serious problem. You know, you always talk about that check engine light, Mm -hmm. that if we had one, we'd take better care of ourselves. Well, gout is the ultimate check engine light. Question for you: What about other things we could add in? Let's say with the chair, with the the cherry, um, things like turmeric or omega three fatty acids, or topically maybe arnica or like a CBD topical product. Are these things we could incorporate in? They they all are very helpful because you know inflammation doesn't just come and then go away. True. You know we have highways of inflammatory pathways in our body. So it's a good idea if you suffer from an inflammatory condition to use things like a good turmeric to keep that lubrication of the joint. But there's other real simple things you can do too. Um, Nettle tea 
is really helpful in getting rid of that uric acid and reducing inflammation. You know, maybe you're going to replace, you know, your soda with iced nettle tea, and you can even sweeten it with a little tart cherry and make yourself your own anti-gout cocktail and start drinking that, drinking more water. You know, you have to flush the uric acid out. And uric acid leaves our body through our channels of elimination, which, you know, is going to the restroom. So it has to come out of our body. So you have to encourage that. Um, and water is always the best thing. Uh, parsley is another thing that's really helpful. You know, you can boil some water, throw a big bunch of fresh parsley in it, let it turn the water green, yank the parsley out, and, and drink that parsley water. You know, that's another thing that's, that's very helpful. Got a, a quick question. Hey, Marge, make sure you're staying close to the phone. I'm losing you a little bit there. Oh, okay. um, and we want to make sure. No, but thank you for that, because, you know, inflammation is something that, you know, if you stand in the middle of Times Square in New York City and you ask a thousand people what inflammation is, 950 of them are going to say, isn't that arthritis? But they don't know that inflammation can affect many other things. And, and gout is just one of those things on the list. Absolutely. And, you know, another thing that inflammation affects is high blood pressure. When you have your blood work done, especially if you're going through a cardiologist, they're going to test the level of inflammation because high inflammation is an indicator of heart disease. You know, like I said, we're all, all our parts are connected. We're not, you know, our organs are not separate in their function. You know, our body's sort of amazing that all these things work together. But, you know, inflammation is a, a big sign that things are, are going, uh, you know, sort of amiss in your body. Things are going in the wrong direction. And the sooner you begin to squash that, the better off you're going to be, which is why some of the uric acid supplements, the, the uric acid cleanses or flushes, those same nutrients like nettle and tart cherry and celery seeds, they also help high blood pressure. So it sort of proves out the connection because the same nutrients help to deal with two different problems in the body that are unfortunately connected by that pathway of inflammation. Um, one thing I want to touch on right now, which I think is, is really important, is we need to remember that many, many times gout may not happen your whole life. But then again, out of the blue, it may pop up, you know, and some people get it earlier in age. We're all so different. We all have so many different ways of approaching our health because, you know, everybody hits things at a different time. And that's okay, because I have to tell you that there's a lot of people out there that, you know, are getting gout for the very first time and they've heard about their grandparents getting it. And they maybe never thought that it would ever be an issue for them. But, you know, many times, like Marge just mentioned, you know, you have to you have to remember that diet is really, really important. And diet is something that people really need to understand is a driving force for good health and also poor health. So we have to remember that my goodness, you know, when you're taking a time to to be able to to get healthy and you're trying to really do things uh, a little bit better and a little bit differently, we have to make sure that we're on top of ourselves. We're on top of our game. 
we are, are really looking at things a little bit differently. And I think that's something we have to focus on. I do, too, because, you know, gout is primarily a pain in the foot, but it is that sign that things are not not right. You're not at homeostasis. You're not where your body is the most happy. And it's really interesting how some people will have a gout attack in their life, and it never, ever happens again. And then some people, it's a regular occurrence, and then it's out of control. You know, there are people that... It, it, it happens to them a couple times a month. And then some people, it's just constant. You constantly have that pain in your big toe. It doesn't seem to ever go away. And, you know, you have to listen to that and take care of it. You know, if, if you're driving your car and, you know, your brakes are squealing and your check engine light, lights on, you can't just, like you say, turn up the radio and not do it. Because it means something is going wrong. And, you know, gout is one of those things that there's daily supplements that can help reduce your risk. And one of them that I think people don't even think about is a form of magnesium called magnesium glycinate. Now, people, you know, think just magnesium, but there's always that little second word after magnesium. And that is the transporter. That's what takes the magnesium to where it needs to go in your body. It's like the little red wagon when you're, you know, pulling stuff behind you and it's got all your stuff in the wagon and you're pulling it to get to your destination. Magnesium needs a transport system. And there are lots of transporters. I mean, glycinate, taurate, you see oxide, you see chelate. You know, there's lots of them out there and often people don't know how do I pick. Well, that particular form, the glycinate, is the most beneficial, not only for gout, but for high blood pressure as well. And it just keeps reinforcing that connection over and over and over again. Look at that connection. You know, when you're having a gout attack, take your blood pressure. And you'll see that the blood pressure is elevated during those gout attacks because your kidneys are screaming for help. They want you to drink more fluid. They want you to pass this drug acid out because they can't deal with it anymore. And you don't want to develop kidney damage. You want all of your parts to be as healthy as possible for as long as possible. So, you know, look at that sign. Listen to that. Listen to that pain and try to figure out what else that pain means. So, you know, a good program to be on is cut the soda out. That's probably the easiest thing to cut out because there's so many other choices of beverages. You know, if you're thirsty, you can drink water. You can drink iced herbal tea. You know, you can drink um, juices. So you really can get rid of the soda if you work at it, and I know that's very hard for some people. It, it's a habit. It's really hard to get rid of. Um, but, you know, if you're if it's hot out or you stop at a convenience store, you know, there might be three doors of various sodas, but there's also a great big door of water. Okay, and, well, let me, let me ask you a quick question while we have this chance right now. Mm-hmm. If you are someone who is approaching the idea of gout, you've never had it before, you have it now, 
you may get through a flare-up. Let's say you went to the doctor because you didn't know what it was. The doctor puts you on L-purinol or some kind of an anti-inflammatory, so you get through it. And then you think to yourself, I don't ever want to go through this again. I think this is the time when people probably, hopefully, will think about a preventive uh, protocol. And I think a lot of times what they end up doing is many people are, are afraid of having that reoccurrence happening again. And what they end up doing is saying, okay, okay, I had this. It was absolutely terrible. I don't ever want to go through this again. Um, I think we need to remember that sometimes uh, what we have to do is, is look at things from a different angle. What do you think? You do, because there's some, some complications with some of the pharmaceuticals. There is a drug that they sometimes give people for a gout attack if it's very severe. But physicians don't even like to prescribe it very often because of the side effects. Alpurinol is something that people who get a lot of gout, sometimes your physician will put you on it forever. I mean, all the time. And it has side effects as well. And one of the side effects of the gout drug is it's very stressful on the kidneys and can lead to kidney damage. Well, if you have kidney damage then it's harder to deal with the uric acid. So it fixes one thing and it worsens another. So that's why I've always thought with something like gout, to do some daily things supplement-wise to keep it under control, try your best with the food, you know, try to limit some of those foods that trigger you, and, you know, find some alternatives. There's plenty of, you know, food out there. You know, there's all sorts of choices. And I think that especially in a younger person, you know, I, I wait on people all the time that are in their 20s having a gout attack. You, you don't want that to be a lifelong inflammatory issue. You know, if you nip it in the bud before there's any damage to your joints, your kidneys, um, there's no rise in your blood pressure, you get it under control, there's a, a good possibility that it'll never be a problem again. And, you know, that's sort of our own personal health responsibility, that we can't, we can't think of it like a car mechanic, that something breaks, you go to the doctor, the doctor fixes it, and then you never take care of things. It would be like getting your car fixed and then never getting the oil changed. Something's going to go wrong. And it's the same thing with a, a condition like gout. You, you want to nip it in the bud, and you want to be aware that I don't want this my whole life. I need to do some changes to what I eat, to what I drink, and maybe I do need to add a support supplement, like a uric acid cleanse that assists my body in cleansing out this uric acid. And not just waiting till you have an attack. You know, build up your defenses before it happens. Because if it happens once, it can happen again. And the more aware you are of that and the more you start dealing with it, your chances of having a gout-free future are, you know, just multiply in the positive. And I think that's something that people need to start thinking about is that personal responsibility. I need to take control of the situation and get it under control so this isn't a part of my life. 
and and doubt is certainly something that can ruin an ugly head at any time. If you're dealing with arthritis and gout at the same time, the things that you use for arthritis can also be beneficial for gout as well because you take a lot of things for joint health and a lot of things for lubricating joints and you take a lot of things for inflammation, helping to reduce it or make it more manageable. They're kind of on the same team, I think, you know, so maybe we work preventively. I think the, the black cherry is, is, is maybe the one difference, but I mean, I know people that take, you know, the cherry just for arthritis as well. Exactly. And there's, there's anti-inflammatory products like Life Seasons makes a product called Inflama-X. And if you look at the ingredients of it, there's your, you know, your regular cast of characters, turmeric, phoswellia, for inflammation, but it also has the tart cherry and the proteoloic enzyme because, you know, inflammation's not one thing. It's a combination of things that can happen all over your body. And when you have an inflammatory condition, if you're doing something every day to reduce it, slowly but surely, all those things are going to get better because the beautiful thing about our body is it can heal and improve. You know, it's not, it's not like, oh, I have gout, now I'm going to have gout forever. Don't change things. Maybe you will have gout forever. But little tiny changes can make a huge difference. And, you know, I know people that had gout attack once, and they were like, uh-uh, I'm not having any of this. I'm going to do everything I can so this never happens again. And, you know, inflammation, we need some but we don't need an abundance. Okay. Um, does it happen more to men than women? Yeah, it does. Mm. And one of the reasons that is, is men tend to be more than women. Um, it's not, I don't think it's as much so nowadays as it used to be that men were bigger meat eaters. But when you look at what, what men do for a living, there's obviously way more men that work like in construction than there are women. There's a lot of women that do construction, but this is a male-dominated field, which means that you're on your, you're carrying heavy things. There's a lot of stress on your, on your lower extremities, your ankles, your toes. So you've got that stressor, and then, you know, you're adding some, some fuel to that fire by the way you drink and you're not taking anything to sort of compensate get that stuff out of your body and you know like i would say it's 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 a simple solution but one of the biggest solutions is is to increase your water intake and decrease your intake of sugary beverages another question um is it related to medication or medication side effects you know we get so many today no it can. I mean, you know, if you're having a big problem, you know, one of the things that you can do if you're on a lot of medication is you can go ask your pharmacist. You know, I noticed since I started taking this or, you know, whatever condition my doctor prescribed it for, I'm getting more and more problems with gout. Can that be a possible side effect? And, you know, it, it's funny. When people go to the doctor and the doctor pre- prescribes something to them, a lot of people never question it. But, you know, if you're having things that, that start to happen because you're on a new medication, 
ask your doctor, hey, this is happening. When you put me on this, is there another alternative? And, you know, that can be a factor, too. But, you know, out of all the conditions, you know, the simplest thing of, of, of a combination of tart cherry and other nutrients, it, it's not an expensive supplement. It's an easy thing to do. Usually it's just a couple capsules every day. And you can start slowly but surely reducing that level of uric acid. And then, voila, things get better. And it's really simple. I try and encourage people, don't just take a supplement when you're having an attack. Take it as a daily supplement, like you would your multiple vitamin or or your vitamin C or your vitamin E, because you know your body has done this. And you have to assume that if it did it once, it's probably going to do it again. And, you know, that's, that's what prevention's all about, is you get that signal, something's going wrong, and then instead of just covering it up, you do something to prevent it from happening again. Okay, here's another question. This one just came in. It says, I had gout 20-some years ago. I've uh, changed my diet. I've gotten very healthy over the years. Uh, became a vegan, uh, and I'm doing everything right. And uh, out of the blue, about three months ago, I had another gout flare-up. And the doctor said it was probably more stress-induced, and he also said it might have been a side effect of a medication. So I was on a protocol before. I'm wondering if this is just a once-in-every-couple-decade situation, or maybe now that I'm older, I should start paying more attention. Hmm, Good question. Yeah, that is. And, you know, the person's right. You should start paying more attention. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You should say, wow, you know, I thought I had this handled, but as I've gotten older, you know, sometimes, you know, you can stub your toe really bad. And so it's the area is inflamed from that. And the uric acid says, we're going back there. You know, it's weak. We're going to go to that weak spot. So the awareness of it is, is, something that I think all people need to have because some people when they get a gout attack they're just shocked they can't believe it happened well you have to take ownership of that and say huh maybe you know I shouldn't buy a gigantic soda every single day at lunch maybe I should get a bottle of water maybe I should get a nice tea you know maybe I should think about some of the things I'm doing and you know how it is with bad habits we all fall into a and you don't think about them anymore. It's just part of what you're doing. It, it doesn't, you know, rear its ugly head. And then when it does, you sort of freak out. So use that as your signal. Something's going wrong. I need to start doing things to compensate for that. And, you know, one of my favorite things is that magnesium glycinate because magnesium has so many benefits. And we don't get a lot. It's very high in dark green leafy vegetables which unfortunately is the vegetables that people eat the least of. So a lot of times you don't get a lot of magnesium. A lot of times you get an abundance of calcium because foods are fortified with calcium. Um, Milk substitutes sometimes are fortified with calcium. Breakfast cereals are very often fortified with calcium. Um, Even things like orange juice, you can get orange juice that's calcium fortified. And... Though our bones would like some calcium, without the magnesium, the calcium doesn't want to go to the right place. And the magnesium is is the mover. Magnesium moves things around. And also, 
you know, it relaxes your muscles. You know, you, you want to relax. You want you want relief from many, many things with magnesium. And magnesium is very common to use for high blood pressure as well. Because all those things are connected together. The lack of magnesium can be a big thing. I mean, Jeff, you know as well as I do that some people, the only vegetable they get in a day is the lettuce on a burger. True. True. And that's a big issue for people. You know, I want to get this last question in before uh, we're through here because it went so fast today. Um, if you've had a history of this before, I think you should automatically go into a preventive routine. Uh, you mentioned the cherry juice. We talked about turmeric, uh, omega-3 fatty acids. Any other one or two magic little things we could add in there? Well, the magnesium, like I said, mm -hmm. is one. Um, and sometimes, too, you can you can have that emergency nutrient, and and that can be charcoal. You know, take some charcoal on an empty stomach. It's going to help absorb some of that excessive uric acid and help you get out of it. You know, charcoal shouldn't be a daily supplement because it does absorb good and bad. But just like you use charcoal as an emergency measure for um, diarrhea, you can use it as an emergency measure for gout. It's always good to keep charcoal in your medicine cabinet because it helps with a multitude of things. Um, I think that getting on something like a natural anti-inflammatory or a uric acid cleansing product on a daily basis is a good idea. Get ahead of the problem. You know, don't wait until you got a call into work that you can't work because you can't walk on your foot, you know, or, you know, that you end up in, you know, going to quick care or the urgent care or emergency room, and they just give you a painkiller and tell you to go home and elevate your foot and ice. Right. And, you know, that's a Band-Aid. You, you don't want to just Band-Aid this issue because high inflammation leads to all those itises arthritis, colitis, you know, any any of those itises are all worsened by high inflammation. So, you know, get, I think almost all of us need to get ahead of inflammation. Because, you know, we live in an inflammatory world these days. And, well, you know, the older we get, the harder it is for our body to, to compensate for the, the yucky, uncomfortable products of inflammation which in a lot of people is pain and discomfort. A lot of people, it's high blood pressure. Some people, it's gastric distress. All those things are because our inflammation is too high. So target it, you know, get in front of it, put up your shields and say, uh-uh, not today, inflammation. I'm going to take care of you so you can't, you don't hurt me. And I think people need to think of it that way as protecting themselves against inflammatory conditions. Thank you. I know I appreciate that very much. I want to remind everybody, and thank you, Marge, that Marge is at State Tuesday through Saturday. Uh, you can get her there at 9 till 6. Thank you so much, Marge. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me, Jeff, as always. And don't forget to mention our great giveaways this month we have going on at Stay Healthy. Why don't you go ahead and do that? Okay, we have a basket of wonderful nutrients from Carrie Naturally um, that we're giving away for the month of April. Many of you listen to Cheryl on Jeff's show, and you just love her because she's wonderful. Um, and also, Solaray has given us an arrow garden, which is a home 
herb and vegetable growing countertop kit. We'll be giving that away at the end of May. So make sure you come in, sign up twice, because we have one for the basket and one for the arrow garden. Thank you, Marge. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for that. You too, Jeff. Take care. My guest today, Marge Roman. You can always hear her at the store. She's and talk with her at the store. Wonderful. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. The phone number 702-877-2494-2494-877-2494. You can call them for mail order services to see how what they have available. You can also have them get your order together on those busy, crazy days so that you can just swoop in and pick it up. Don't forget about their webpage, a plethora of information. You can print coupons. You can enter your email address to stay connected to the store and get those monthly newsletters. You can also listen to any of the on-demand podcasts of the radio shows. The webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com, stayhealthylasvegas.com. The address, 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center, northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. Like Marge mentioned, go in and fill out the little slips. The little slips are wonderful because you can go ahead and enter them in the drawings, which is great. And you can also make sure that you are staying up to date with all the wonderful things going on at Stay Healthy. Stay Healthy is a fully packed full service store in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They're also Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer. They really do it well. You know, when Wayne founded his store, he founded on the principle of education, information, and high quality supplementation. And here they are all those decades later, and it still is exactly the same. You know, when it comes to your health and well-being, don't cut corners. Do your homework. And if you're having trouble, do your homework. Take it to the next level. Go to Stay Healthy. Let them help you help yourself get the best results possible. Now, when you go in today, if you have questions on gout or maybe just on inflammation, go talk with them at the store. You have these wonderful people that are knowledgeable and educated and informed and passionate, and they're going to help you out. But they've got all the good stuff there at Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Do something awesome just for you, just because. Be well. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health and well-being. With the best guest in the industry, helping us all to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are available at stayhealthylasvegas.com. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer. The store hours, Monday through Saturday from 9 to 6 p.m., closed on Sunday. Stay Healthy provides exceptional service and outstanding knowledge every day. I hope to talk with all of you soon. Stay healthy.